Hello and welcome to Public Access America. <laughs> this is Just the tip. the tip. The fun thing about Just the Tip is that I record them just sitting here at home. And so Just the Tip, I can never think of what Just the Tip is. Sometimes I take clips from the shows. This was a great show. It had plenty of tips. I just don't know which one to add to spontaneously do it. So I don't know. Just the Tip is do unto others as others have done unto you. What does that mean? Don't step on rusty nails. If you're going to pee your pants, do it in a pool or in the rain. Uh, I don't know. Think about me and I'll think about you. But if you think about you, I have to think about me. And how about this? Listen to Public Access America because we have some great conversations and great guests. Check us out on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or our live stream on YouTube at Public Access America every Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. It's time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Of conscience. Because that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority, creative minority, creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. That's fair. Yeah, I guess. That's the amazing thing about it. So the awesome thing about being a Floridian now is I can apply for my medical marijuana card. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of excited about that. That sounds fucking great. Yeah, I know. I did, I've did. i never been the guy that could get my own weed. I've always been dependable on dependent on other people. And I don't know if people understand. Disabled people, they can go one of two directions. Either they become wantingly more dependent or actively independent and i am the actively independent guy i don't if i see something in my life that somebody else i have to be dependent on somebody for i will fight against that and my friends don't seem to understand that i don't want to be dependent (laughs) but they're learning they're learning some people just, they, it comes with the territory. Oh, you're blind, so you're going to want to be dependent on me. Now, I don't even want to know you. Jokes on you. Right, wanna... but the, that's that struggle of people like trying to be there for me, like a parachute, trying to protect me, but I don't want it. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just think that's interesting. I have to have more patience with people, you know. It's, it, fuck, is that hard? It is hard. It is. So let me see. Let's see what we have in my note. I don't have, I didn't have much on my brain because I've honestly been contemplating something really ridiculous. Let's see. Ooh. Show link. Well, I mean, I don't like Matt Gates, and I don't like the other options and I don't know anything about politics. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I want I want to run, but I don't know how to physically do it as an independent because my platform honestly would be 
Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) No, do not donate to me. Keep your money. Don't donate to him. Don't give him your money. You need somebody that goes to, you said it. My platform is something you said, which is the government takes our money and then we don't have a representative fighting to get it back to us. Even if it's 75% of what we paid in taxes, Matt Gates is, is absent in getting anything return to this district and a lot of politicians are the same way we all want the greater good but it turns out mitch mcconnell fighting for his money in kentucky gets more money than any other state because Mm -hmm. he's fighting for his state and i just kind of want to go to congress and i want to hear them say vote for this there's this much in it for your district Okay, you know, you want to give my district $300 million? That's great because we paid more than that in taxes. We want it back. And I think I want a politician that does that. That's Mm -hmm. what they're for. (laughs) They're not for yelling. They're not for going to California and yelling about a lady from Wyoming. That's what I don't want my guy doing. And when it turns out that Matt Gates is the best option out of the six people, I think that there should be an alternative and I don't know how to do that. And I don't, so I've spent two weeks working on that, thinking that you and Dan would just like talk for an hour (laughs) (laughs) and I wouldn't need a note. And I sent him a message saying, I don't I couldn't even imagine what you guys would talk about. So I didn't want to get in the way of that, you know? Yeah. I'm curious if he's just busy or what he's got going on. I do appreciate him. He's never done that before, so. No, no. I mean, things are always busy. Like, I get Mm -hmm. it. I'm always, like, things are always a fucking mess for me, so. And I love that. that, The fact that I ever, the fact that I ever get anything done is still sometimes just (laughs) absolutely incredible to me. So I was going to dive into this topic. Um, Let's see, where is it? It is. Somebody said applied behavior analysis is is abuse and i was like applied behavior analysis sounds like a statement jeffrey would make and i so i looked into it and it's they use it in autism training and yep it's like it's almost like gray rocking somebody that doesn't understand that you're gray rocking them like it's rewarding good behavior and it not ignoring but moving past bad behavior and not giving it the energy and then i just i i I reached out on twitter put a journal request out looking for articles and references and somebody said because i said is it useful or is it abuse and somebody said it's abuse reach out to these people and i did and i was like maybe i better make this like uh next week so i can gather more information but i wondered if you I've, I mean, I've heard about a little bit and, and actually yeah. more comes from it more comes from Debbie and, uh, and yes, from what I have read about it and what I've heard about it, it actually is abuse because it's, it's more focused on trying to get someone to behave in a way that you expect them to rather right. than, rather than understanding how their mind works and working right. with them to help them. <laughs> you know it's right it's this is what if this is what normal people need you don't get to do this versus let's find out what your needs are and how do we help meet those needs it's it's a very right. so i i i would actually agree it is abuse uh, from it's what so i have seen and read on it it's 
it's basically pray the gay away, but for autism. That's what I was. So I, what I did was I, I went to a pro the ABA, ABA site. And that's what I was reading. And it, they put a, like this veneer on it of, no, we reward good behavior. We, we watch to see what causes the bad behavior so that we can catch it before it's a behavior. We watch the, the action, the reaction and the consequences. And there's this veneer of, no, it's just paying more attention and addressing things because we don't want them to be angry or hurt. And it's like, no, it's like gray rocking somebody. If And people without the mentality to understand what gray rocking is, that that's somebody slowly trying to get you to lose interest in them, then you don't know what that is. And that can be taken a lot of different ways by a lot of different cognitive abilities. And But I couldn't find anything specific because I started making my vegan chili and lost interest in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know enough on it. Um, yeah, but what, what I have looked at, I'm not thrilled with it. It right. doesn't, it doesn't solve the problem because in the end, it's like, I'm trying to get the behavior that I want and I'm rewarding good behavior and giving consequences to bad behavior. Right. And for most neurotypical people that works, you know, when, you know, you do something nice, you know, we get thank yous and hugs, right? You do something bad. You might, well, you don't anymore, but you would have gotten smacked at least when I was a kid. Right. But with people who are not neurotypical, you can't expect the same, you know, reward and punishment system. And you can gussy up however you want. That's what it is though. It's mm -hmm. not, it's, it's not about understanding the individual and what their needs are. It's right. You know, punishment reward. And that is, it's, that is, a, it's, and, 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 and that is abuse in, in that realm because you're working with a person who either is struggling to, or cannot communicate what's yeah. happening to them, what their experience right. is. And so that's really, you know, that's, that's really fucked up in a lot what of ways. I, what I thought it should be is more of a, let's say, you know, how they have Al-Anon, like alcohol anonymous. They, t they teach you how to deal with an alcoholic. I thought this ABA was more for the person that interacts with an autistic person with issues. If somebody screams and stuff, you might want tools in your bag to address that, like on an individual level to see what works and doesn't work based on the person, not the system. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if your kid reacts in a way where they start trying to choke you, then you need a way to stop that before it happens, but you don't need to send them to somebody else to do that to them. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. This, yeah. This just... I like opening doors for others. Like we don't know. Do you know? Like, and other people are going to be like ABA. Like, I want to know what is that? And I like that. And it's autistic autism awareness week. I believe I saw briefly. So I wanted to address that. Well, my but hope is, my hope is, is that, you know, maybe, maybe someone out there listening is, 
you know, yeah. got the ability to communicate with us, you know, what their mm-hmm. experience with that has been. And, you know, that's something we can always chat about, you know, that's uh, what I'm going to reach out to our friend from Philadelphia, baritone blurred, uh, Jay, he was on a, on a show and we talked, but he, he studied to be, um, a social worker and he has an autistic daughter. So I'm kind of, I think he's right. the perfect person to reach out to. I just, yeah, I, like I said, I started making chili and then moved on with life. Like I, I just couldn't yeah. do my note because I was like, all I have here is monkey pox. I couldn't and form a note when it comes to that's Dan. been another, that's been another shit show of a fucking disease. Yeah. That, but again, you know, I didn't even research with. that. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm surprised we talked about the things I, I, I spend the week looking at the news going, this is gross. Like this is gross. And, and I want to talk about it. But then when Dan's coming on, I'm like, okay, set that all that political stuff aside. So I didn't even really pay attention to most stuff, (laughs) which is nice. It was really nice. I, I started binging, um, hotel impossible and like i hated it and then i love it (laughs) that's fair i watched two seasons of that because i really like people helping people and Mm -hmm. just being super direct like i was watching big brother and this girl paloma who left the show because of anxiety which i respect but she was like I don't care about what you're saying. You're, you don't mean anything. Am I being rude right now? And her question was honest. Am I being rude? It wasn't sarcasm. It was somebody that, uh, that doesn't understand interactions that way, you know? And I feel that way where I just don't understand if I'm being rude to somebody, if you're about to jump off the bridge and I yell, no, I don't consider that rude. You know what I mean? I consider it abrupt to get your attention. Right. So I like that. And these guys on these shows, Hotel Impossible, Restaurant Impossible, where they're like, look, fix it, you know, bar rescue. I love those guys because Mm -hmm. they change people with their abrupt behavior. And I hate, I wouldn't, I would hate for somebody to soft pedal information to me because they were worried about my reaction when I always try to react neutrally to any information so that people feel free to give it to me because it's tough. People always want to get angry before they tell you what their problem is with you. And that's the scary thing is that they spent so much time working up to something that they could have just said in a heartbeat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. People, you should talk to each other and people, you shouldn't go all drama queen or Jerry Springer when you get information that isn't, life altering that way you know oh god <laughs> anymore have... I, f- I feel like that's what most communication looks like anymore at least on social uh-huh. media is it looks it looks like an episode of jerry springer it's just screaming right. yelling chairs being thrown across the room someone running off stage crying it's like mm-hmm. social social media is just jerry springer but with a lot more typing Right. Well, good people, friends, they want to lie to you to, to spare your feelings. They don't want to be the one to tell you, right? Like everybody said, nobody wanted to be in the last one in the room with Trump telling him he was wrong. Nobody wants to give bad news to somebody, but it's up to us to like be the sponge that absorbs it instead of like rubber that pushes it back. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, you left the toilet seat up. Oh, yeah. You don't, know, you don't have to go there for that, right? 
So I don't know. We need to communicate better. I like that. Absolutely. Has anything been on your top of mind? Oh, let's see. I mean, for me, the biggest thing, you know, I've had, you know, a lot of work on top of mind. And of course, you know, my shoulder going or my arm going numb has been a big one. But, you know, just looking at, I think, you know, inflation hit the highest that it's ever been, you know, been in 40 years in this country. Right. And like, it's not slowing down. You know, it, you know, it makes me glad that, you know, some of the stuff that we were able to do, we did, you know, when rates were super low, mm-hmm. but you know, this is now starting to impact, you know, it's starting to potentially impact how, you know, I'm going to do things moving forward. Me and that's too. really unfortunate because, you know, especially as someone who's going to have student loans coming up, uh, coming back, you know, into, you know, repayment, mm-hmm. it's like all of the money that I have spent supporting the community is going to change very quickly. And I'm not going to be doing the things that I was doing, you know? Right. And so I do have a lot of concerns about what, you know, more rate increases are going to do, what, you know, repayment situations are going to do. I honestly think that what's going to happen, you know, like part of the reason we've seen inflation kick up the way that we have is you have a bunch of people who have finally been able to take the money that they have been spending on student loans and actually spend them in the community. So they're doing things that they have, you know, that people want, you know, my age group to do that we haven't been able to do. But the moment that repayment comes back in, you know, you're going to see a marked change in how money gets spent. Like, for example, you know, I'm going, I'm not going to be, you know, having lunch out. I'm going to be bringing lunch to work. I'm not going to be going out for dinners or ordering in. I'm going to be, you know, making my own stuff Um, or, you know, finding, you know, different meal kit boxes that, you know, I can make at home really quickly. And, you know, luckily I found one that I actually really like so far. But the biggest thing about inflation is going to be that, all of the places that I have been throwing financial support behind are going to suffer because I'm not going to be eating. I'm not going to be eating there. I'm not going to be shopping there. I'm not going to be doing a whole lot. And that's unfortunately, like when you look at the state of the economy, I honestly think, you know, there's a reason why um, there's a lot of people out there predicting a big recession. That's, you know, going to start later on in the year and last through 2024. And that's because, money is going to become very tight. You know, Mitch McConnell said people aren't working because they're flush with cash. Mm-hmm. Well, you might, you know, if, if people aren't working, but they're somehow still supporting the local economy, something's up there, but if they can't support the local economy anymore and you know, they're not working well, that's really going to be a fucking shit show. Agreed. But up, <laughs> debt is up. People are using credit more and they're going to be using credit less. They're not, they're not cash flush. Mm-hmm. They've been, they spent the pandemic put getting their credit better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now they're using it. So it, people don't have money. So if you're trying to make an economy where people have less money to reduce inflation, that's going to cause a recession because nobody has the backup supplies to manage that sh- recession bounce. You know? you know, and for me, like, you know, what well, that's been, I think one of the glorious things about this time period is, 
I finally got my credit card debt under control and it's a lot gone. of people did. And there's apps coming out, Truebill, uh, Tally, where you can do credit karma, where you can do all this stuff just on your phone. You yeah. know, people want to get out of debt. The problem is, is the cottage industry of debt is suffering because of that, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and you know, for me, that's like, I got out of debt while also being able to support my community. And I think that's mm -hmm. that right there is, you know, what I was always told the American dream was now, if I could get out of my student loan debt on top of that, while Hell also yeah. supporting the, the community, that would be also fantastic. Can you imagine the inflation they would calculate just from nobody having to pay student loans, which they haven't, I mean, there's been a moratorium, right? For two for over two and a half years, right? So I mean, it would cause a recession to make people start paying that because, like I said, Absolutely. they're living on credit, not cash. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I think you know, you know, I think that's going to be one of the. There's going to be a real big hit when they jump the interest rates again and then move into repayment at the same time, because exactly. the people who are living on credit is that life is going to become more expensive now. Uh huh. On top of the fact that they're student loan rates depending on what you know what the interest rates are on them are also going up at that time too mm -hmm. so you know for me it's gonna get expensive you know and i'm not going to be able to i'm not going to be able to do the things that i have done and and that's perfectly fine you know i did what i did you know in part because it also satisfied me but in another part because you know there are places that i want to see stay in business and this is about to get very rough on them you know because it's it's not going to affect the huge stores the same way that it's going to affect the small ones no it isn't and that's kind of the issue isn't it Pe these <laughs> these prices are raised because they can get away with it, not because it's a necessity. There's still profits being made. And these people that produce goods and people that sell goods really don't care what the optics to Joe Biden look like. You know what I no. mean? They're not no. sitting there going, we should decrease our profits so Joe Biden looks better. No, that's not what they're doing. The oil companies are like, yeah, we're going to, we can lower prices a little bit. And the gas stations are like, yeah, but we don't want to, you know? So well, and, and they want the profits. They just want the profits. Wants, everybody wants the profits. There's, there's mm -hmm. no question about that. And I don't, I don't fault people for wanting to be profitable. I fault them for how profitable they choose to be. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that you need to skirt by, but when, you know, you're complaining about, X, Y, and Z, but then you're handing out millions upon, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in bonuses. I really don't give a shit what you're saying. Like that right. doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Or, you know, if you're getting, you know, billions of dollars back in tax refunds, I don't really give a shit. Like, right. like, I'm sorry. I don't get that kind of tax refund. I'm constantly getting fucked over for taxes, mm -hmm. you know, and that really sucks because that's, that hurts a lot. What I have a problem with it, the guy that can sell insulin for $9,000 a vial, because the free market would say somebody's going to come along and compete with that. Mm -hmm. But somehow he managed to buy the rights to insulin. I don't think that should have been able to happen. What happened to competition? There's no way in a free market capitalist society, somebody could corner the market on something so widely needed. Well, you know what I mean? And I think that's been one of the, one of the biggest problems is, is that, you know, most, 
most of the rights issues, it used to be that, you know, you had rights for 10 years and right, then, right, right. And then people could either license off of you or develop the same thing. Right. And that, and that was perfectly acceptable. But price but now was based on that. Price of a medication was based on that 10-year period. How much did it cost to R&D it? Exactly. How much did it, and then how much, so we get our profit back before and then, we, yeah. And then, and then companies made their money off of licensing generics because they couldn't, they didn't have to produce that and, right. re, you know, recapture the products. Now they could hand over that licensing cost to multiple different places and make, you know, a passive income off of that while right. they are indeed their next products. Right. So it's one of those, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, unfortunately things have moved towards we're in a wonky way, moved back towards monopolies and right. that's, you know, where we're at. Like, I don't know if you've seen anything about like uh, the Mark Cuban drug company. I've, the, I've are, heard he was working on it and it's live because based, he didn't like Amazon getting into it. He didn't like Amazon getting into it. Okay. And that's he, the story I'm thinking. That's, of yeah. He didn't like Amazon getting into it. And on top of that, yeah, it's the Mark Cuban drug, uh, Mark Cuban cost plus drugs company. And it's really interesting. Like I was looking and I could get, you know, one of the medications that I get that I'm paying, you know, uh, $10 a month for. I could get for, I want to say six bucks for uh, a 90 day supply. So I like it. $24 savings right there over the course of a three month period. And there's, and, and they're working on adding that, you know, uh, adding to their library of drugs that they can sell. See, isn't that perfect? Somebody didn't like the system. So the government didn't have to create and expand. Mm -hmm. There was a, a competition that came out and now there's going to be, 40 versions of something that we have to choose from because the and, ACA doesn't work for everybody. Maybe Cuban plus does, you know? And that's the thing is, is like, for example, so like they don't work with insurance at all. Um, and they're clear. They show you what the cost of manufacturing is and that there is a 15% markup on all of their drugs. And so they literally show you, it's like, here's what it costs to make. Here's the markup. Here's the shipping. This is what you're paying. You That's know, perfect. it's, it's entirely transparent. And so now it's like, oh, okay. So this, you know, I mean, like anything else you have to rely that they're being honest on what the production cost is, but a lot of these are generics sure. and they're cheap to produce. You and know? you also have to understand that people that know production know how much that takes to make. So exactly. you, you, you can make it transparent, but you're also assuming that other people aren't going to call you on it if you're lying. Right. And so, you know, I've even sat down and, and I'm looking at this going, you know, should I be, should I be sending my prescriptions in to this place? Because, you know, if I can get my 90 day script pay with my FSA and instead of paying, you know, for three scripts, paying 30 bucks a month, AKA, mm -hmm. you know, 90 bucks over a three month period. But instead right. now I'm paying, you know, 20 to 30 bucks. Great. That's fantastic. Right. I would absolutely love to save my FSA money to use on other things. Totally. Or, you know, it's I just I just don't like the thing where, well, I'm gonna use 
Medicare for this, but then I have my Aetna supplemental. It's going to pay for that. And now I got my good RX because, you know, it doesn't cover that. And now I got to go over to Cubanar or Amazon. Like I, what I don't want to end up doing is going to 40 places just to save $5. I you mean, know? and that's, and I think that's, that's one of the tough parts is, is that oh, I think, a, I think, a, I think a place like, you know, Mark in the old gig, West, you have to. I think in I think in Mark Cuban's case, he wants to be the place that's a one-stop shop, where mm -hmm. you know he's literally going to save people you know hundreds if not thousands of dollars on medication, that's and great. still and still make a profit on it, knowing that you know that profit isn't going towards R and D; it's literally going towards purchasing licensing for generics, so that way he can expand the library. See, I like that. I think what happens is the pharmaceutical industry gets together. And they start writing policies that protect them. I think social media industry gets together and they start lobbying for things that protect them. The gun industry gets together and they offer legislation that protects them. And in a way, we're kind of left out of the process and the corporations end up making the laws that that regulate themselves. And mm -hmm. it's our it's the politicians that are saying, Okay. Yeah. I'll pass your law for four, 40 grand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. an issue. And, and, you know, with, in this case, you've got somebody, you know, who number one has fuck you money. Number two mm -hmm. kind of has a fuck you mentality towards the system to begin with. Right. Number three has literally figured out a way to purchase licensing, make the markup. So that way this thing is self-sustaining. Right. He understands how to do this. And, and so yeah. literally like, you know, as long as people start looking towards us and using it, is there always a chance that it could become a monopoly? I don't think so. And the reason why is because the way that his system is going to work is going to make other systems try to be more competitive. Right. It's going to make, it's going to make Walmart's Amazon's CVS's mm -hmm. try to act, you know, try to actually be more competitive about how right. they're selling their generics. And that's the, and that's the other thing too, is like, <clears throat> you know, by doing this, you know, cause all of my medications are generics. There have been very few times in my life where I've actually been on the name brand medication. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for the most part, Hey, great. You know, they work, they're effective. I haven't had any issues with them, you know? And I think for very few people, it really does matter if, whether or not they're on the generic or the name brand. Right. But at the same time too, you know, there also, you know, there also runs the opportunity for some of these places to license their medications solely to a place where they know that number one, they're going to get a good licensing fee. And number two, they know, they'll know that, you know, they're going to be able to move enough quantities of this. So it's one of those things where there, there is some hope that it is actually going to affect the right. consumer drug price market but at the same time too it's also something that i'm gonna you know watch with caution i do well, want to be able to save a ton of money on my on my prescription meds mm -hmm. and do i like the idea of necessarily supporting another billionaire's you know company not necessarily but when i look at who i've been supporting Exactly. I mean, That's what I wanted to say is when you see elon musk saying well i would reduce the price of my car if you could get inflation under control, well, yeah, you could make a little less profits to get 
inflation under control. <laughs> like raising the price of your goods is the definition of inflation. So you're not really helping people. So the grayscale of douchebag between Mark Cuban being a nicer version of a billionaire douchebag or Elon Musk, who I just don't like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, this whole Twitter thing, it made me want to go buy Twitter. You know, but I didn't want to fall into the game. But I really think Twitter users should buy up all the Twitter stocks so that Elon Musk can't. And then I hope Twitter wins and gets their $45 billion from him for backing out of the deal. And then I hope we can all just enjoy Twitter without an Elon so, Musk present. That Twitter deal. Okay, so here's how this works. Mm. Either tw Twitter gets a billion dollars essentially for pain and suffering and dealing with Elon Musk and they stay yeah, yeah, yeah. themselves. Or what the clauses is, is that he they force the sale and he has to buy it That's, right which would be devastating to twitter because he's going to run that shit into the ground because he hates them right i mean it's if you think twitter's the wild west right now it's literally going to be the wild west but now here's cocaine or crocodile i don't know it's gonna it'll be turn it'll weird. turn into truth central because most people most rational people are gonna leave twitter's pretty pretty small like they have less than a thousand employees i looked on the thing and they don't they don't have a lot of money they don't have a lot of resources but they have a lot of notable people politicians and such on there so mm -hmm. people gravitate toward there but when it comes to like facebook or twitter there's no competition there no, like Twitter yeah. is the, the the feed on Facebook without the marketplace and the dating sites and everything to geolocating and messenger and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Twitter's kind of tiny. Twitter is small, but it's a, it's a shit show. It's a weird, weird shit show. Agreed. Agreed. I just don't want Elon Musk to buy it because it's the one thing I'm on. Because I can literally block the articles so I don't have to see that stuff. I can actually curate my stuff and not see what i don't want to see but i also see stuff that i disagree with so it's weird yeah that's fair yeah so i don't know i don't know why i don't i don't like facebook i don't have a problem with people with facebook and people in america using it what i have a problem with is they in like sri lanka right like where that's the only form of communication and then facebook decides what it's going to show the people of sri lanka or when to turn it off in south vietnam because they don't like what a candidate said i don't like their destabilizing efforts around the globe but i think americans with the options available on facebook aren't as stuck so in that case here's what i will say these mega tech corporations have a price to pay if they want to operate in markets that they're in. So for uh -huh. example, Google has to filter out results for certain things in China. Yeah, of course. They have to do that in Vietnam. They have to do that in Sri Lanka. Mm. Otherwise, what happens is the 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 government that runs the central, you know, that allows the central technology to come through essentially bars access. They just turn off the ip ports that allow communication to facebook servers oh, i know that and that's fine but if there's pre-consisting pre-consisting pre -cons requirements and alleyways 
and then somebody just comes up and says, no, that was approved, but we don't like it in this case. I have a problem with that. Yeah. I think but the tech company should stand up and say, no, this is part of our contract. You're defaulting on the contract. We have no reason to not do it. And then, yeah, you might turn off the servers on Facebook, but they have integrity. You know? Well, the, the and integrity that's happened is... in Ru that happened in Russia. I'll, we'll lock up all your Facebook employees that are in Russia if you don't remove this stuff. And I think Facebook should have had balls and said, um, that's, that's an aberration from our existing agreement. So no. And have your integrity. Don't bow to some dictator's whim. Stick to the mm -hmm. contract. That's the way I feel. I don't disagree with you on that. But at the same time, if, you know, your segment's livelihood depends on access to a market, what are you going to do? Or in the case of like Russia, where they literally just reverse engineer your sites and then make their own VK. because they, yeah. yeah, because they claim domain over your stuff. Mm -hmm. So, right. but you have integrity and you still have hundreds of billions of dollars. You didn't lose a hundred hundred billion dollars by saying no, you lost the potential for $45 billion from Russia. And yeah, potential that's loss. That sucks. But your mm -hmm. integrity, that's, what's going to bring people back. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go back to Facebook if they're still doing this stuff around the world. They're you always going to be doing this stuff around the world. Then I'm Google never going to go back. Google is always going to be doing this stuff around the world. Apple is always going to be doing this stuff around the world. Like that's Agreed. the thing about these large companies is, is that there is a certain cutoff point where they're willing to deal with bullshit for the sake of access to the market and Agreed. everybody, every company is always going to default to a certain standpoint. Google is never going to have, uh, you know, the integrity to show all the results because the answer is because, because the answer is, is, is that if Google wants to be in China, they can't show Tiananmen Square. They but cannot I, show. That's fine. They can't if, show Hong Kong. If you want to go in, if you want to go into protests. China and say we'd like to be in your country, and China says these are the requirements, and those requirements are restrictions. That's fine. But then if the Chinese department says, hey, we now want you to stop showing COVID protests. And you say that wasn't part of our requirements. That needs negotiation like our original contract did. No, we want our integrity. And you get kicked out. That's different. You know what I mean? But Going that's the into thing, a market that, and agreeing. That, yeah. That, but, that, but that's the reality of contracts is, is that okay. things change as they come up. And, and working contract law myself you either have to a negotiate or B you have to accept a larger entity's terms. If you want to continue. That's right. That's and, the choice. That's and, the choice. And, and so if, if you consistently go with, you know, Hey, we're going to make, you know, you, this is that scope creep talk and you mm -hmm. can, you can make all of the determinations you want but the reality is, is, is that at some point, every single one of us is going to agree to do something that we would not have necessarily agreed to, to begin with. And that there is a true cost there. All but of us have made that, all of us have made that choice, either on small levels or on large levels, like these corporations. And <clears throat> the problem is, is that when you're dealing with governments who don't have the same value of, of free speech as we do, you are never going to be satisfied with how they determine what speech is acceptable for us 
And for an American value system, we value the ability to say what we want, when we want, how we want. That's right. But in China, that is never going to be the case. And you're always, and you're always going to be at the will of the government saying, this is now unacceptable and your answer has to be okay. That's fine. But you know, I'm not going to use a product that does that. And in which case, you're not going to be using a lot of big company products. I agree. You're not going to be using Apple. You're not going to be using Google. You're not going to be using I, Facebook. I agree. You're not going to but be I using... Think it, I, th- I, I remember I what I say. wanted to say. Google, acting on the whims of people like that, is a permission, is the top of the permission structure <laughs> that allows things like TikTok to, to, to agree with 202. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's... Instagram, everyone can fall in line if you're developing an app saying, well, Google compromised their morals, so I can too for profit. I just wish people valued integrity more. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But if somebody does something, if somebody kills, kills a dissident and it's like, you don't like it, don't operate there. And I don't like people supporting things that do that. You know, that, everybody that have everybody a lower moral compass. And, well, <clears throat> and that's the difference is, is that what we, what we determine as moral compass is determined differently. Moral compass is a very subjective thing. And we have a yeah, very unique, so. we have a very unique view on moral compass. Mm-hmm. Our moral compass is more individualistic. It's more about the freedom of speech and expression. Oh, right. And that's why I'm not protesting meta. I'm not protesting meta meta every day, right? Because it's an individual moral decision by me, and mm-hmm. I, like I understand other people that are on Facebook. You have other choice, like you have other choices. You have a mind that can seek out other information, and so to you, it's not a cage. To you, it's just one perspective. But to other people that don't feel like they have other. Mm-hmm places to look they're kind of trapped my my friend told me well yeah i've been i get most of my news from facebook and i was like and isn't that sad that you're that lazy and that's what scares me because even if it's reasonable news facebook can suddenly decide that well the rnc paid us more than the dcc so we're gonna lean more toward i remember facebook saying hey we just partnered up with fox news and my feed was every other thing was fox news rhetoric and mm-hmm. i compl- i complained and i complained and it stopped and i because i was deleting and blocking and mm-hmm. it was nuts you know what i mean and so people complained and had an effect that way and i just mm-hmm. I, but i i there's people that think Facebook is the end all be all and Facebook can then manipulate mm-hmm. what they choose to do based on profits and not morals. And there's not a lot of people that are like you or me or Dan that see other options, you know? Well, and that's, and, and, and that's the problem is, is, is that, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've come up to a generation that wants to be told what to think, what yeah. there is. Right. And like I said, the reality is, is that when it comes to large companies, the large company is rarely based on integrity. Large companies didn't get where they are because they were entirely, <laughs> you know, they didn't, they didn't right. get to where they are because they operated solely on integrity. They right. operated because they were able to be profitable and within the margins of integrity. And yeah. so that's the real difference is, is that, you know, for example, you know, Google's big slogan used to be do no evil that disappeared. So it's right. It's Cause what is evil to who? What is evil to who? Exactly. When you deal with subjectives like integrity, 
integrity has different meanings to different people. Integrity yeah. means different things to different people. And subjectively, what integrity means to us is going to mean something entirely different to an entirely different culture. Well, you a know, chairman of the board, integrity is making it money for the people <clears throat> that depend on their that money for their survival. And, and also, you know, depending on the board, you know, not having the feds crawl up their ass with a fine tooth comb. So they're going to make just the right decision that is just within the realms of acceptable tolerances to not get fucking searched. That's true. Because if you give an inch, they'll take a mile. So mm -hmm. if you tell the government, yeah, you know, we'll be moral about this. The government's going to be like, yeah, but now legally. <laughs> no, 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 no. The difference is, is that they're going to be legal about it, but whether or not it's moral is a whole different decision. That you can do a lot. Problem. Of, you can do a lot of things legally that most of us would go, Jesus, do you have any morals whatsoever? <laughs> I know. And more and more by the Republican day, <laughs> you know, so, so you are always going to run into that issue when it comes to large companies. There is an integrity yeah. that there is an integrity that exists, but, the, but there are margins and sometimes mm -hmm. they're, you know, they have high integrity on certain things and sometimes they don't. The difference is, is that I don't expect them to go on the high end of integrity when I'm using their products and services, you know, for yeah. fuck's sake, if, if we wanted to believe that Apple was going to be, you know, the most, you know, high integrity company, they wouldn't have had fucking factories where kids were putting together phone parts for them. And that's yeah. just the way that it is. You know, all of these, all of these major companies do things that are within the realm of legal that most of us would consider immoral. And yeah. that is something that you have to be comfortable with. You either have to tell people to change their laws or people have to change their behaviors because, uh -huh. because, what are you going to complain about? If somebody is doing something that is considered legal within their country, who are you to say that it's not? Agreed. I mean, we have Agreed. a very unique perspective as Americans on what we think is legal and illegal. But the, a lot of that shit does not hold up when you, the moment you leave our borders. There are things right. that are very, very different, whether you end up in Canada, whether you end up in Mexico, whether you end up in Denmark or sure. Russia. I can't you know, force my morals on you any more than America <clears throat> can force its morals on Russia. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and so that's why I say integrity is a bitch to make decisions off of because mm -hmm. Integrity has no legal definition. And there will always there, be people that are less so than you, you know? There's going to be people that are going to be less so. There's people that are going to be more so. And oh, the difference... Here's what I wanted to say. We can't change what they say and do, but we can change what we say and do, right? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that with Trump. Like, I don't have to get people, I don't have to get Trump to change. I have to get people to start seeing him for what he is. I need people to think differently. And that's why we've been doing this podcast the way we have, <laughs> is because we can't stop Republicans and Democrats from being who they are, but we can tell the rest of the people paying attention mm -hmm. they're not quite, they're putting a sugar coat on their shit too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and especially when you're being told that you have to check all the boxes down one of the columns, you know, uh -huh. yeah. it's like, no, some things the Republicans say make sense. A lot of it doesn't. Some things mm -hmm. the Democrats say make sense. A lot of it right. doesn't. And the reality is, is, is that, you know, I'm never going to check a box all the way down simply for checking a box all the way down. Right. Because but that doesn't, that has not worked. I can tell you one thing that motivated me about registering the vote, and that was 
Republicans' view on abortion. Because there's one thing as a man that will make me react like a pit bull, and that's if you make a woman in my life cry. And Republicans made women cry, and that hurt me. And I have white knight syndrome. And now I want to save all women because that's who I am. <laughs> so, and I'm a just a I'm just a fringe white guy that was pretty independent and non-active, and now I'm kind of active. And that I wonder if if I've always thought I was below average in life, and that other what I do, other people were already doing. And so I can imagine there's a lot of people. I invite I invited Val Demings on the show because she's like. Last the last Senate election was decided by ten thousand votes, and I was like, "Hey, I'm in the panhandle. There's ten thousand votes here." Mm -hmm. no, no response. And I think that's fascinating that politicians are like, "Please give me your vote, money. Give me your vote, money. Give me your vote. We want to know what you think. Hey, come and talk to us. We'll tell you what we think." Nah, no. You know, it just fascinates. They will me. come and they will come and talk to you as long as there's a as long as there's a price that's going into their campaign coffer. That's that's, that's what I've noted. That's what I've noticed is people want me to fundraise. I've asked them for interviews or conversations, and they've come back with donation sites. And I what I know is even if I donate, it's not going to be enough. And even if I donate, they're not going to see the individualized donation. So it doesn't work as a payoff for me. And I'm not going to pay somebody to come on the show because then the view is skewed you know absolutely and that's and 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 it's real unfortunate because mm -hmm. you know you sit down and you sit down and say somebody's vote matters and having conversation with real people matters right but if you're if you're i'll come have a conversation with you is dependent on you getting money right then that's not a conversation that's a that's a campaign and you're not I don't have the expectation that everybody's going to have the answers. Mm -hmm. I have an expectation that people are going to have a conversation and say, you right. know what, let's take a look at this. Let's see what we can find out. Let's see what we can answer. And, right. and other than that, what is happening is, is that, no, let's have a conversation. Here's my donation site. My people will get in touch with your people for the right amount of money. Oh, that's what I get. I get that. Well, here's the, here's the email. Just send yep. it there. And if I don't give them money, I don't get a response. And I have invited, look, I'm not going to be mean to Marco Rubio. I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I also realized that at one point in time, he was part of the progressive version of Republicans with Jeb Bush in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, so what I don't like is why did you fall away from that? I Matt Gates voted to get funding for soldiers that were affected by burn pits. Mm -hmm. I respect that. Why can't you be more that Matt Gates? So I invited these people, but I've also invited AOC, Beto O'Rourke, um, Ilhan Omar, Sheldon Whitehouse. I've also invited Mitch McConnell. I've also invited smaller like Dick Durbin. You know what I mean? I've invited these people. We're up to like 125 invitations. Nah, we, Deja responded. And yeah. look what we got from that. That is still one of our most popular episodes. Why? Because people want to know about her. Because they're tired of the cookie cutter, old man, Joe Biden, cat mm. dog TV model of politician. But yep. they also, they want AOC, but they don't want somebody radical all over the place. And I don't know if she's radical. I think she has a certain view that needs to be challenged. <laughs> you can't you know, do that with this one-sidedism. 
you know, and and that's the thing is like anybody like Deja, of course, somebody's going to think somebody like Deja is radical. But when you sit down and you have a conversation with Deja, right? There's nothing radical about you know a person's uh-uh. experience and wanting to make sure others that have had that experience, right, are protected and and validated and get to live the life that they that they have right so you know getting to live the life that you have is not a radical idea it's radical if you don't think they should that's the point people have a problem with like sex work but they they don't want to give sex workers legitimacy once they move on from that there was there was um Mm -hmm. where was that somebody couldn't do something they couldn't run for office they were saying because she was she was a only fans girl i can't remember what that was and they were like fuck no like the experience somebody has to get from where they were to get to where they are is amazing that's the journey i'm not going to criticize somebody for one moment in their life i'm going to criticize criticize them based on what they learned from that you know right and 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 unfortunately most people have not learned anything about people who do sex work right you know you think about it going to a strip club strippers that's sex work of course you know whether or not certain people want to admit that they'll go in there and they'll throw money up on the stage but i mean let's be real honest it's sex work so sex work so why you know why are you okay with it in that realm if and you I sit down and say sex i consider a victoria's secret model sex work you know what i mean in a way in a way so and like you were saying about integrity, I have different views of what pornography is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody, you know, and then, and you find that it's like everybody has a threshold and that threshold is yeah. absolutely human trafficking. Right. And so how do we, how do we make sure that the threshold to get there actually is a lot harder to get there? And that's where, you know, legalizing sex work is what makes you know, that black market of human trafficking, a lot more difficult in this country. And informing people about the signs of abuse and sex work and giving people that come from sex work opportunities beyond social worker for that. Mm -hmm. Like Deja fights for sex workers, but also for transgender people, but also for healthcare for everyone. And so Mm-hmm. She isn't stuck in one position. Her her values help the society that she wants to represent. She's not looking to be president. Deja wants to represent a community in need. Her community in need. <laughs> right. And and that's fantastic, you know, because mm-hmm. because her community needs that support. It needs that recognition. Yeah. And it needs that representation. And everybody's communities whether you go from the conservative Christian to the very liberal sex work, positive LGBTQ Uh plus, you know, it's, there's a, there's an entire spectrum of people who need representation. But the difference for me in a lot of cases is, is that it's always based on making sure that somebody else doesn't have the right to do what it is that they want to do. And I don't support that period. End of story. Right. To me, it's like, look, I give, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's give and give the football coach should be allowed to pray on the 50 yard line, just like the sex worker should be allowed to own a legitimate business that, you know, they do what they do. No harming, no foul. Exactly. There is no, there is no harm. There is no victim. That's right. And if there's no victim, there's, there's no problem. 
and and just because you just because you don't like something doesn't make you a victim i'm sorry your feelings got hurt you're not a victim i thought dance moms was disgusting so i turned it off i watched something else it still exists you don't hear me going that's gross to dress little girls up in the smallest outfit possible and make them bend in ways to turn creepy men out i think that's gross that you would encourage mm-hmm. that you know like a woman a girl little girl can dance in sweatpants too you know what I mean? like, but that's not my genre i like dog shows i watch dog shows i don't tell people they have to go watch dog shows you know mm-hmm. so, that's me fuck who was it the bloodhounds were just beautiful but then like a, i think it was the french bulldog won it all and it just i don't like little like, toy dogs God. Damn it, fucking horrible shit. My my dream is to have a, a coon hound. I love <laughs> coon hounds for some reason. Their colors, their their temper, their bark, they just sound awesome to me, you know. I've really enjoyed uh I, I've really enjoyed having Billy. Billy has been probably I, I think she's been my favorite dog so far. She is an absolute love. She has energy. She's full of kisses. She has the protect. You know, she's she's been a great all around all around dog to have. I like that. And I always you think know. dogs are the ones that are paying it forward. Like the cats around here, they're like, oh hi, I I want to talk to you now. And I'm like, yeah, but right now I'm in the middle of something. I'm on the toilet. No, now. Or they'll ignore me. But dogs are always like, hey, I'm going to want something from you later. So I'm going to give you a little lick right now and go lay down. (laughs) Right. It was like, you know, Billy was, you know, all over the place, running around, being goofy right when we started (laughs) things. And now she's curled up on the couch and just sleeping away, waiting for me to get done. So that way there'll be kisses and playtime and all that other fun stuff. Aww. what do you what do you do for billy's mental health for B- billy's well-being let's um, end on that so i for billy's well-being i mean number one start with good food like it's like i get it you know some of that some of that cheap shit is real i mean it, it really is like you want to get that stuff because you know the cost it's of it. cheap but honestly like you know when they're constantly you know having gas issues if they're constantly like you know, having to poop, if they're constantly, yeah. you know, drinking water to offset what they've eaten, they're constantly, you know, they don't get me wrong. Like there are dogs out there that are just fucking food centric and Billy's one of them. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a snack, she wants it too. It's you know, right. But you'll find that, you know, like she gets into stuff because she can, not because she doesn't, not because she's acting like she is not, you know, like she's getting right well not even that not like she's you know nutritionally you know stunted she needs you know she's not trying to get in into stuff to supplement Ah, you know what she isn't getting she just you know when she when she is being when she is getting into stuff she's just being naughty but you know she's healthy she's got a good look uh we get out you know get her running around playing here in the house or running around outside playing ball dan's here oh dan finally showed up (laughs) all right hello (laughs) oh poor jeffrey (laughs) (laughs) to those who would tear the world down we will defeat you this is our moment this is our time to those who seek peace and security we support you yes we can and to all those who have wondered if america's beacon still burns as bright tonight we pray
Stream time, YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Stitcher, Smart Radio, Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 